Good afternoon, everybody. David Solomon here in Montreal, Stuart Brisgall down in Florida. And rather than our usual fanfare and our, race, our craziness that we like to do when we start off the Rant Network, we really want to touch base on a really difficult and sensitive topic that occurred a week ago, uh, the tragedy at Surfside in the Florida Project down in, uh, in Miami. And what one of the, the things today with our rant really was really not to tarnish the souls who and the people who unfortunately uh, were perished and are missing right now. We're hoping and praying for the, the dozens that are still missing to come out alive. Um, I know that there are uh, groups from states, parts of the world have come in to help to um, to, to hopefully to dig out survivors in this absolute unfortunate tragedy. But there's a reflection to be done here. And in every tragedy, there has to be a reflection. Could this have been avoided? How do we avoid this in the future? Now, let me just put something into context, if I may. If you look at the condo product, the condo sector, and while in COVID, you would say that People aren't interested in condos. It's right now the furthest from the truth, especially in the greater Miami area. To date, 29%, 29% of available units in Miami are condos for sale. That's the highest rate in the United States. Most metropolitan markets, it's in the double digits, 10, 12%. Miami, greater Miami in particular, as at an extremely high level. And if you look at the current development that's happening right now, and I have I know many of the developers who are right now, this same market is the hottest condo market still in the United States. It's growing exponentially. Many, many more buildings are being put up, especially along the beach side. But there are a lot of uncertainties as to why, as to why, what, who's responsible? Stuart, like, you know, one of the things that's amazing in this, in this is that a lot of people are looking at this Surfside tragedy and say, hey, it's not on me. We got to lay blame. But what we found is that in, when it comes up to a condo building, the owners have a responsibility. The condo association has a responsibility. And as we look forward, the question is, how, if you're one of those people, whether you're a Miami resident or a snowbird or someone looking to move into, the, into a condo, are you protected? Stuart, you're a condo owner. What's your experience? Yep. You know, I've been quiet. I've been listening to you go and and I'm going to echo your initial statement that my heart goes out to the families and loved ones of those that are uh, missing and the ones that are found and to every single person out there that's living in an apartment building or condo somewhere in the world that is a little more frightened today than they were just a week ago. And, you know, when you talk about laying blame and, uh, you know, again, this is more respectful rant than normal, but uh, living in a condo, the condo board is the main body that's responsible. And, uh, but it doesn't end there. 
And I'm going to tell you and, and go through a scenario that is going to sound all too familiar. You live in a condo. You don't want to be involved with the condo board. They're a bunch of condo Nazis. They're a bunch of miserable people that like making everyone's life miserable and enforcing rules. And so when conversations come up about getting on the board where there may be a skilled individual, right, they typically sway away. Like who wants to be in politics? It's not a popularity contest to be on the board. It's actually almost the opposite. Who in the world wants to be this person? But it doesn't stop there. You get a statement every month, every quarter. It says, pay this bill. And these expenses get larger and larger over time, just like taxes. They're not going to go down. And your building management and the waste that goes on is ridiculous. And, and you know what? And instead of looking at it, hey, I live in a house. It's 40 years old. I need a new roof. You live in a condo and I don't want to pay that $16,000 assessment, that $20,000, that $40,000. I don't care. It's a once in a while property that I have in Florida in this instance. I don't even live there. It's a rental property. Ugh, I don't want to give the board money because they're going to squander it and misappropriate. Well, you know what? The sad part is it's your fault. This tragedy lies on the shoulders of every single condo owner. In every which shape or form, the information is made available to every owner, okay? In some cases, it may not be, and that should be criminal in the state of Florida and everywhere else in the world. If the building doesn't send a copy of every engineering report to every resident so that they had an opportunity to understand what the risks are, you know, it is on them. I think, but Stuart, I think that, and again, let's move away from the folks at Surfside. But if we look at, you know, not I every, am, not I'm every condo, about, you know, like, condo. David, like, I live I know, in a condo. I, I live I in a condo right now. And the condo had a 40-year inspection, okay? And that 40-year inspection, if you watch the news yesterday, you would understand that everyone believes that that's a sense of security. My building is safe, you might think. Unfortunately, that 40-year inspection is almost like a false sense of security. It's not an insurance policy, and it isn't going to keep your building standing because the next inspection is a 50-year, then 60, then 70, and but, every 10 years it, in Florida. But, it, but, you know, to me, it goes a little further than that, Stuart. Inspection, inspection. I'm a homeowner. I've owned a home. 25 years. So you have owned, I've been in two homes. I've moved away from Toronto back to Montreal. I own two homes. Anytime you own something, it's a hole. It's a money pit. You have to invest in it. I've replaced my roof twice. I've had leaks in my apart in my home. I've had oopses. I've had I don't know how many blown hot water tanks, a furnaces that have gone. If you don't maintain it like a car, like a home, I don't understand how a condo building is suddenly impervious to maintenance, to it's regular not, maintenance. It's, it's not. And, and again, this is part of the problem, which is what I'm trying to, to bring you to. I'm trying to funnel, and it's not so easy to funnel this conversation. It's not a slow conversation. You have to understand where the problem comes from. 
If you don't see where it comes from, you won't understand how it got there. A building is built by a builder. The builder uses the codes in which are valid for the area. It's not on the builder. It's not on the developer. Yes, there may be bad developers in this country, in this planet, but to be honest with you, the builders build more more than more than often the way they're supposed to. But as things change, so do buildings. And as a result, people like to blame the builder. I built it. You took possession of it. Everything was fine. You didn't continue to waterproof concrete restore, maintain electronics, allow water to build, cut down your maintenance staff, decide to fire your 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 uh, janitor because he costs too much money. You know, this is what goes on. I live in a building in Sunny Isles, Florida, David. It's called Winston Tower 400. I would love everyone to Google it because I want to make an example of these morons. You know what? The president of the board is a gentleman who went to law school. Everyone thought he was a nice, mature young boy. But we find out that this guy, Brian Simmons, right, lives in his mother's condo on, on her social security and is 35 years old and has never held the job. Okay. He's running a condo association. What credentials does he have? How did he get it, though? Where you is everybody? It. Where is everybody on the board? Where is the whole, where is the condo group to to vote him out you're if he's right. not competent? You, you're right. They got duped. But let me continue the story using this Brian Simmons as an example, and I want to make an example of him. So now you've elected him. We've all elected bad people in politics, in sports teams. We've ele- we've made mistakes, but once the mistakes won. You would think that the government, in this case, Florida, the DBPR, would stand in or the ombudsman, which is a guy named Mr. Spencer, would step in and help save the day. Unfortunately, once again, it is a misunderstanding. The government gives you a false sense of security. There's a body that's inspecting. Then you've got the city inspectors. So I live in the city of Sunny Isles. And I've got a representative, Dana Goldman. She's a wonderful woman. She is desperately trying to help. But there are no laws on the books that allow her to uh, help us get this Brian Simmons gone. Anyways, back, back to the story. When a condo's got a problem, these engineers now write these reports and everyone's afraid to get sued. So now, unlike your roof story where you see the water dripping on your head, David, you don't see that stairwell, that pool filter room in the building. In fact, David, you may never have stepped foot in it because you bought it as an investment property. No, but, but, even to, but Stuart, I know people who own condos and I have one good friend of the family who owns one in Toronto. <laughs> he has the same story that you do. That a condo association grabbed the power, is running the building the way they think is the right way, and the folks in the building want to get rid of them, and they had a hard time getting rid of this association that were controlling the money and controlling what projects were going to be done, what what maintenance was going to be done, what the renovations were going to be like. 
I mean, we're or, talking or, about, you or, know, and, and or, 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 or let's take it one better. They're on the board because they're a real estate salesman, like in our building, Scott Fortnoy, and they just want to use it because to be, be influenced. I'm a big guy. I'm a mom. Yeah, I know, but I you know what? Paint the walls. Listen, one second. There was a report today on how nice the South Tower at Champlain was. The building looked beautiful. Mm. If you walked in, you would never have known there were these problems because we only walk in the common areas. Oh no, no for sure. But that's the responsibility, but that's the, but that's what, and, and listen again, I don't, again, let's not point the fingers here. It's, it's, it's inherently dangerous. We don't have all the details. There's a lot of supposition. I've read a lot of media reports. I could talk about what the president of the association did and blah, blah, blah. The Miami Herald did a nice expose about it. Really nice quote unquote. But the truth of the matter is, we're talking about going forward. And when, if you're a homeowner like I am, and I own a private home, the only person I can blame is me. I have insurance to pay. I have taxes to pay. And when you say you're right, my family isn't looking at the infrastructure. My family isn't taking care of it. But damn straight, if I'm walking around my building and I notice cracks, who's going to, who am I blaming? It's on me. And if you're an owner of a condo, and you're walking through the building and says, not my responsibility, that's the associations. Uh, folks, no. No. David, David, I want to show you. I'm bringing up some pictures here because I want to show you. Enlarge it, buddy. There you go. I am. So I want to show you. This is Winston Tower 400. This is a garage, right? Mm-hmm. This is a stairwell. You're going to start seeing some pictures. One second. I want Still, to we got, show we got, you. Let's get to the point here because we got about a minute to go. Let's the go. point <laughs> is I'm trying to bring pictures. I'm trying to show examples, places in a building that you and I don't normally walk in. And in these reports, there's engineers that go in and they look and they take pictures. So, Stuart, did the condo association present this to you as a need no, to no, maintain? No, 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 uh, they didn't. You see, look at you see this chunk of concrete? Yeah, that, fell off, that fell off a balcony two nights ago at Winston Tower. So that bottom line is, Stuart, why, where is the York? I mean, I, I, to, to anybody who's listening who's got a condo, this is a scary notion. So what do you do, Stuart? How do you how do you fight or how do you deal with a condo association that might so, so put you in risk? So you can't. So what I I am proposing is that that the building board and the community association managers be held to a standard on providing this information in real time to all residents and owners and let them make the decisions with an informed position. I mean, listen, I'm in the securities industry, David. I'm regulated. I sell security stocks, bonds, manage money. And when someone calls me up, if I don't educate them and I don't give them the information that they knowingly made the right decision, I'm legally liable. These boards are not for profits and they're fiduciaries and they must be held to the same standard. This isn't about picking on the board and Surfside. Dude, no one in the world could have ever thought this was possible. And I it's a tragedy. And you know what, Stuart? I gotta tell you what you just brought up. I mean, if I'm an owner, for God's sakes, if I'm an owner 
of a condo, I'm scared today. Because if my association is not paying attention, now I'm not saying it's going to be the same tragedy. Look, we had a tragedy here in Montreal where an overpass collapsed. We hear this across the board. There is negligence with wear and tear and people being cheap and whatever. But folks, if you're a condo owner today, you need to speak to your condo association and see how you can protect yourself going forward. And Stuart, your story and the pictures that you brought up are are scary. And and folks, please pay attention. I just found this picture. Thank you. I just want to bring it up here. You see this corner of the balcony? That's a building that had a 40-year inspection, and it's been seven years. Look at that. That's water damage. That piece of concrete ended up almost on the head of another resident. Like, David, it is beyond frightening, and I feel sorry for all these people. Folks, we see... Like we want to avoid, and this is why we're doing this, is we want to avoid a future tragedy. We know many of us know people. I know, I mean, Stuart is a condo owner, but many of us know people who live in condominiums. And this is kind of a, hey guys, please, this, we, we want to avoid these future tragedies. Folks, we don't want to, there's no fanfare here. This is not it. We're not going to create, go rant and rave about the Rant Network. We'll be back on Friday at noon Eastern on Facebook Live. Catch us on YouTube. Uh, play us again. Folks, these are we. We're just we're just angry at the negligence, and we're just yep. hoping people learn from it. On that note, we want to wish you all a wonderful day. Stay well, and please stay safe.